Hey, uh, thanks for listening to the Nick and Big J podcast. We appreciate it. And you know what? It's brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been in an accident, well, call The Advocates. 208-471-4444. Straight from your waking nightmare, it's the Morning After podcast with Nick and Big J. Presented by Treasure Valley Subaru, the Idaho Center's premier pre-owned superstore. With a large selection of cars, SUVs, crossovers, and trucks, and payments as low as $250 a month, Rob and his crew have exactly what you need. And with one of Idaho's largest Subaru service centers, Rob and his crew have got you taken care of with express oil changes in under 45 minutes guaranteed, or it's free. And now, Nick and Big J. Well, all right, here we go. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome, everybody, to Wednesday, the 24th day of August, 2022. My name is Nick, and for the first time in what seems like forever, ladies and gentlemen, on remote location from the power of his own office... It's Radio's Big J. How are you, buddy? I live. He lives. He lives. He has his sunglasses on. He can see you all as zombies. No, no sunglasses. How are you doing? You sound better, but still not great. I'll put it that way. Oh, well, I feel 100% better. Okay, that's good. So the medicine worked. I like that. Yeah, and then um, I've got a few symptoms left. Just a little bit of mucus. That's about it. That sounds great, buddy. You think we'll be able to hear some of that music and mucus this morning, if you're lucky? I guarantee it. <laughs> uh, the, uh, the Now the pressing question, how's the rest of the family as they're diving into it? Are they just dealing with it now? Yeah, the wife is, she's in the middle of it. Yeah. Uh, Mason is testing negative, but has symptoms. Yeah. Yeah. So... And Kyle keeps testing negative, so... Well, that's good. I like the negative tests, but unfortunately, everybody feels like garbage, huh? Uh, and that's not good. So, let me ask you this. Will that be your last trip to Vegas ever? Are you crossing it off the list? No. <laughs> You'll be dragged there again, whether you like it or not? Yeah, it's not going to be recent, but it'll be a while. Uh, well, uh, it is nice to hear your voice. I'm glad that you are better, and here's hoping that that continues to be the case. So Big J is going to be uh, chiming in from the home office for the rest of this particular week, and then all goes well, fingers crossed, knock on wood, he'll be back in studio next week. Uh, but, of course, this gives us a great opportunity to rub in the fact that he wasn't able to go to X-Fest this year and uh, really yeah. make him feel guilty for all that stuff that he he really already feels guilty for missing. So. Uh, I look uh, it was forward a hard to day, man. I am sure. I am sure. But today on the show, uh, we have a movie review for you as we conclude Streaming Dumbass. And Big J, the good news is this is actually one that you can chime in on. Because if I remember correctly, it's a movie that you saw in the theater that the audience picked for me yesterday that I watched. It was called Uncharted. Do you remember the movie? Oh, yeah. I've seen it again since then. Well, look at this. Great. So we can kind of go back and forth a little bit because it is a movie we have not discussed yet. So it gives us an opportunity to give a full-fledged review of it. Uh, And uh, we will do exactly that later on this morning. Plus, we also have a couple of chances for you to go to the Western Idaho Fair because tomorrow is X Day at the Fair. Stone Temple Pilots live broadcast with Adam from 3 to 8 out there at uh, Expo Idaho. So you can swing on by while you're at the fair. And you can also enjoy a free concert with fair admission with Stone Temple Pilots. And these tickets that we have to give you will get you into the fair for free. So that show will truly cost you nothing. 
The only money you'll have to spend is on the ridiculous amount of fried foods and corn dogs that you shove into your face hole as yeah. you enjoy the Western Idaho Fair. But we play music on this radio station. We should get started with some Allison Chains this morning. It's Wood kicking off the morning after on the X Rocks. Important stuff. Hey, what's going on in the news today? On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Important stuff time, and Idaho legislators are going to set aside some time to think about discussing a potential $410 million investment into public education. That's going to happen on September 1st, which will be the single largest state investment into public education ever. Uh, Now, it'll be interesting if they do that because, really, they've spent the last year uh, basically in a war with educators and librarians. And so now to throw a bunch of money at them seems like an interesting way to go, uh, or at least a little bit of hypocrisy. But listen, the more money we can spend on education, the better in this state. But it passed. $330 million will go towards K-12 schools, another $80 million for post-secondary training for in-demand careers. And, of course, the $410 million is just one part of a three-piece legislation proposed by Governor Brad Little, expected uh, as part of the $2 billion state surplus. That also includes $500 million in a one-time income tax rebate for all Idahoans and ongoing tax cuts through a lower and flat income rate of 5.8%. So they've got a lot of money in the state. They're trying to figure out what to do with it. Uh, Now they're going to talk about if some of it's going to go to education. We'll see in September whether or not that goes through or not. But... It'll be good if they decide to do it. I just wonder if they will. Because, again, don't forget, they've spent the last, what, nine months basically saying that uh, the people that educate our children are doing a terrible job. And now we have a 900 uh, job shortage of teachers here in the state because of maybe that. I don't know. So we'll see how this all comes together. It's it's, it's almost an emergency at this point, really. So they, they have to do this. You would think, uh, but you know, it, it'll be it'll be interesting to see what kind of discussions are had during this uh, discourse coming up on September the first. Kevin Durant has changed his mind, Big J. He is going to stay with the Brooklyn Nets, so you don't have to burn your Kevin Durant jersey. Thank goodness. Thank God. According to a statement from General Manager Sean Marks yesterday, uh, basically they said that they have agreed to move forward with their partnership. Of course, uh, remember that uh, KD was very upset that Steve Nash was the coach and Sean Marks was the GM and didn't want to work with either of them again. Uh, Has demanded a trade twice now, but apparently has recanted that and said, you know what, Let's, let's go ahead and play some basketball. So I guess Kevin Durant is sticking around in Brooklyn at least for the next season or until the trade deadline, uh, whichever, I guess, uh, comes first. We'll see what ends up happening there. (laughs) Uh, Big J, do you care that they're talking about a King Kong television series at Disney Plus? Oh, at Disney Plus? Yes. Weird. No, uh, I I was, I thought that was a, oh, that's Kong? King Kong. Yeah, yeah, you. I thought you. that was a Warner Brothers. I thought that was a Warner Brothers property, but I think it's I legendary. Know. If if memory serves, Godzilla and Kong both were legendary properties. I don't know if that fell under the 20th Century Fox thing when they put it all in, but apparently it is. And by the way, it is, I guess, a little bit different than because don't forget, it's Godzilla. They can't call it King Kong. They never have. They've always called it Kong or Kong Island or, you know, they've called him Kong. They've never called him King Kong. This appears to be a different angle on it and a retelling of the King Kong story in modern times. So I don't think it's related to the Kong Godzilla series that you've seen on on the big screen. It's something totally Uh, different. 
<laughs> I don't know. I don't know how I would approach that. I'd have to see some a trailer or something, I guess. Because uh, you're familiar, of course, with the original King Kong story. I'm sure you've seen it multiple times over where they travel yeah. and bring him back to the States and try to make him an attraction, and that goes haywire. I'm guessing that's probably the angle that they will take. Whether or not we need to see that again is another question altogether, but it's just in development currently. It's not definitely going to happen, but uh, they're apparently working on the idea. So we're not done with the King Kong story yet, and again, it's different than the one that we've seen on the movie screen for the last couple times. That being said, I do like the Kong side of things much more than I like the Godzilla side of things in that particular universe. I enjoyed Skull Island and all that kind of stuff a lot more than I enjoyed any of the Godzilla movies, to be perfectly honest. Even Godzilla yeah, okay. vs. Kong, uh, which I don't think you enjoyed that much either, right? Uh, no, but I, I did like that first Godzilla movie uh, with Brian Cranston. It's so. the best of the bunch. There's no doubt. I still feel like it falls a little bit flat, but that you're absolutely correct. It is the best of those Godzilla movies. There's no doubt about that. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. <laughs> That's Nine Inch Nails. That is Head Like a Hole here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Big J returning to the broadcast side of things after taking uh, what was it turned out to be an extended vacation. But when you did go to Las Vegas, Big J, you experienced something that always looked like it was fun to me. And then I saw your pictures and I was like, I wonder if that's fun or if that's miserable. What was the name of the ice bar you went to? Yeah, it was the Minus Five Bar. So uh, you go in there and it's about 10 degrees. And everything is ice, all the, all the benches and the, the bar, the glasses, everything. And they give you coats <laughs> to wear and gloves. And you can hang out in there and uh, there's all kinds of art and stuff in there that you take pictures with. A lot of fun. And it's the right temperature for me. Uh, I enjoyed it. Yeah, 10 degrees seems like a, a, a fairly cold. But coming in from the Vegas summer heat probably feels good for a while. But I was wondering if it got old really quick. Like it was like, yeah, that was cool. Now let's get the hell out of here. Or uh, did you hang for a while? Yeah, no, we, we probably hung in there too long, actually. <laughs> uh, but uh, I was enjoying myself. Not everybody like the wife doesn't like the cold. Maddie, she hates being cold. So it was just kind of miserable, but we made the best of it. We looked like we were having a good time and, you know, had a couple <laughs> drinks. I had some uh, some Jaeger cold brew. And then uh, and then we made our way from the Venetian down to Gordon Ramsay's Burger. Oh, look at you eating at a celebrity chef's restaurant, Big J. First, first time ever. And it was delicious. <laughs> what did you get? Like it lived. I've, I had a burger. But I mean, what kind of burger? It was, um, what it was, it, um, oh man, you're putting me on the spot and oh, I can't sorry. remember Oh, sorry, I thought, I mean, you talked about how great it was, I thought maybe you actually might remember the meal. There, there just wasn't a whole lot to it, it's just so delicious, you know, there's like some aioli on it and some cheese, it was, um, I'm trying to think of the name of it, but it had like this weird cheese I never heard of. Okay. It was great. Everybody loved it. Did, uh, did, could you hear yelling from the kitchen and stuff? Was it a real Gordon Ramsay experience? <laughs> No, no, there was no Gordon Ramsay yelling uh, at all, which uh, was unfortunate. And then uh, really, I think that's what did me in, though, was going to the minus five bar and then walking three miles in the Vegas heat just stressed my body out. And uh, the next day, I just started not to feel that great. So that's when it started pretty much 
Oh, that's when you think you, you started having it. Uh, you started to get in the old COVID part two. Yeah, yeah. Well, but the good. the cool part the cool part for me was when uh, I flew in Saturday night, uh, and and the wife picked me up with her uncle, and dropped me off and him at uh, the MGM or Mandalay Bay, I should say. Boom! Twenty minutes after landing, I'm watching Static X. And watching Rob Zombie and, and Mudvayne had amazing seats. It was awesome. Yeah, it was a good show. It was a great show. I love that. And Static X, Static X was awesome. They're still on the schedule. I mean, they postponed that show like three times here, but they're still on the schedule to come back to the Rev Center in March of 2024. So uh, that's still happening, uh, according and the Rise of the Machines tour, and you can still buy tickets to that. Uh, how was Power Man 5000? They were on that bill too, right? Missed them. We got there oh, uh, no. a little too late. Oh, yeah. they went on before Static X? Yes. No, that kind of surprised me. But uh, during uh, Rob Zombie's set, you could see Spider was watching this from the side Aww, stage. Oh, brothers, you know? Uh, <laughs> so the uh, the Freaks Tour is Big J approved. Uh, minus five is what the bar is called? Yeah, there's a couple of them in a, a couple oh. of the different casinos. I did not know that. Uh, that's also sounds like it's Big J approved, but walking continues to be Big J not approved. Correct? Oh man, I mean, I mean, just uh, we can get into this <laughs> later this week. There were some hard revelations to make about myself. Oh no, I don't like so, this. Yeah. All right. Well, I know. We'll get into it. that. Sounds like a tease to me. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We also will talk about the movie Uncharted. It was what you selected me to watch for uh, streaming dumbass. Big J has seen it as well. You get both of our opinions. That's happening next on the X-Rocks. That is Tool on 100.3, the X-Rocks. The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Big J returning, broadcasting from home for the rest of this week. It's good to have us back at full strength, which is always nice. And you get a little bit of a bonus review for the streaming dumbass that wrapped up yesterday here on the morning after you guys selected uh, far and away the movie Uncharted, which was available for all of us to watch on Netflix as long as you have a subscription. And it was a movie that I will be perfectly honest, I was avoiding because I am a gigantic fan of the video game series. I've played all of them. It's a PlayStation exclusive, of course. All of the Uncharted games are fantastic. I thought Naughty Dog did a fantastic job with them. And when I saw the trailer for the movie, I was like, okay, some of that looks really good, but then there was some of it I really wasn't uh, that excited about. And it turns out that that was the part of the movie that I did not like. I will say this, however, the movie was enjoyable. I have zero issue with uh, Tom Holland as Nathan Drake. I, th I understand what the movie studio was trying to do. They're trying to build a franchise. And while, you know, if you play Uncharted, you know that's Nathan Fillion, basically. Uh, you also are trying to put together a franchise that is stretching many, many years into the future. And Nathan Fillion just doesn't quite fill that particular role again. So they decided to kind of young it down a little bit, if you will. And I like Tom Holland, and I thought he did a fantastic job. I liked the little quips. I thought the action was good not as good as the video game but that's tough to pull off in real life stuff i realize it but my biggest issue with the movie was the one that i knew that i would have and that was mark Wahlberg as sully because uh i love that character in the video games in the video games however he's a much older person he's much more of a father figure he's much more you buy him much more as a well-traveled seen everything 
incredibly intelligent and a little bit of an underhanded guy that you can't trust than you do Mark Wahlberg. Because I'll buy Mark Wahlberg as a lot of things, dude. I'll buy him as a cop. I'll buy him as a sniper. I'll buy him as a boxer. I'll buy him as a tough dude from Southie. What I won't buy him is is a world-traveling, puzzle-solving treasure hunter. I just don't. I don't. I don't buy him in that role. So I had a problem with it. Chemistry was okay, but Mark Wahlberg's always going to be Mark Wahlberg no matter what. But that being said, I thought the movie was fine. If I had to give it like a star rating, I'd give it probably three. But I definitely would approve it. I've seen a lot worse movies, and it wasn't as bad as as it could have been. It was fine, and I look forward to future adventures and it making $400 million at the box office. You know you're going to get some. You've seen it twice, Big J, which means you must have liked it. Well, the first time I saw it in the theater, and then uh, the wife wanted to see it, and so I watched it again. And, uh, you know, the first time I saw it, it was kind of like, man, it's all right. And now I don't have the background of, you know, the games, obviously, that right. you do. Right. So I, I think I love Tom Holland. I think he's great. And I like Malk Warburg, but, you know, you hit it the right on the head. And, and But I, I don't... The, at least the character that were presented here didn't seem to have any of that puzzle uh, solving stuff. <laughs> that it seemed like Tom Holland, Nathan Drake was doing all the puzzle solving, and uh, the other characters. So uh, some of the action at the end got a little uh, too crazy for me. Yeah. So uh, you're right. That. It's it's not the greatest movie, but but there certainly are worse options out there to see. The real weird choice that the movie made that's not in the video games that I was trying to wrap my head around was like they really, really wanted to hit the home the fact that that Tom Holland was a really good bartender. And I was I mean, they called back to it in the movie a couple times. And I'm like, what a weird choice to make. Like, I mean, I guess they wanted to show him doing cocktail esque like tricks and stuff, which is fine. I suppose but it was like really they wanted to log jack that jam that in there to make sure that we knew that he was really good at serving drinks and knew what he was doing i i really i didn't know that but i mean it was funny to me that they called it back several times they wanted to force that in there but yeah. again he did a great job uh i'm i have no problem with that i i thought the film kind of wasted antonio banderas a little bit because i think he could be a really good bad guy if he had the chance to breathe a little bit but lord knows they didn't want that to happen uh and so uh that was my only real you know issue with like the pacing of the film but i thought all the bad guys were believable i thought some of the action was good yes you're right at the end there with the helicopters and the ships it got a little ridiculous but it is uh i mean if you've played uncharted there's some ridiculous things going on in that game as well uh but that's kind of what makes it fun as you're playing it but then putting that into the real world you almost realize how insane some that stuff is in video games from time to time uh but i would say it's worth a watch agree or disagree big jay Absolutely. So Big J approved? Yeah. And Nick approved as well, uh, although I don't think it's like a you have to see this movie like uh, Prey was last week. I feel like this is one of those where yeah. like, hey, listen, man, there's worse choices you can make out there. It's not a complete waste of your time. It's it's a decent movie, and you know there's more coming down the pipe, so maybe they have a chance to kind of massage the story and the characters a little bit. But I'd say check it out if you get the chance. It is called Uncharted. It's available on Netflix, and it is officially morning after approved. <laughs> Important stuff. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Nick here in the studio, Big J broadcasting live from home, and here's your important stuff. Big J, refresh my memory. You're not much of a breakfast eater, correct? Uh no, not generally, but I have been here lately. 
Uh, well, yeah, because you're at home. You don't have to get up at the ass crack of dawn. You can actually get up and relax. How about the kids? Had, were they always like breakfast eaters even through school when they were at home? Did they eat before they went to school? Cereal, for Cereal? sure. That's good. Yeah. Uh, it counts. Uh, it's always been said that breakfast is the most important meal of the day, and of course, science has agreed with that. So do kids. Uh, basically, they sat down with about 40,000 parents and kids over the last uh, 15 years and discovered that, hey, listen, if your kid eats breakfast before school, much more likely they are going to have a better school day than if they skip breakfast or don't eat breakfast. Uh, whether it's eating on the go or it's sitting down for an actual balanced breakfast, you know, like they used to see in the cereal commercials all the time. Uh, either way, none of that's a bad thing, and it won't have a negative effect on your kid. It'll give them energy throughout the day. Usually, you know, kids eat lunch a little bit around noon, maybe 1 o'clock, depending on their schedule. So getting them off and getting those calories in them and that energy and that protein and all that kind of stuff a little bit early on in the day helps give them that energy to get through midday and helps them have a full and good day so that they can have a healthy lifestyle routine. So breakfast always has been told to you as the most important meal of the day. Now we find out it helps kids pay better attention, be better behaved, have a better day at school as well. So uh, whether they like it or not, probably a good idea to make sure the kids eat breakfast. That's never been a problem with my children. They they love breakfast. So that's not an issue. Don't know if they're well-behaved at school all the time because of it, but... (laughs) They are uh, they are breakfast fans. What, so that's what's good. their go to breakfast, dude? The, all it's pop tarts and yogurt usually. Uh, that's that's their favorite thing. They enjoy that. Uh, and uh, but my my children also what they did not inherit from me is they eat pop tarts cold, like right out of the package. That to me is oh, disgusting. Animals. I can't do it. Animals. I can't do it. Like I'm not a huge pop tart fan, but if I have one, it has to be toasted and warm. I cannot eat a cold pop tart. But my kids will devour them without them being in the toaster. And I feel like we are in the minority there. I think there's a lot more people that like or will is perfectly fine with cold Pop-Tarts than not. Uh, I don't know if we don't like to wait anymore or I don't know if there's other factors involved in that kind of stuff, but uh, I think like there are a lot more people out there that like them cold than, than you or I, Big J. Start saving your Probably money, right. my friend. Save, save your money, my friend, because the uh, the Angels are going to be for sale. Artie Moreno has said that the Los Angeles Angels are exploring selling the Major League Baseball team. Uh, it was announced yesterday that they are looking for potential suitors to take over. Of course, uh, he bought the franchise back in 2003 for 180 million. If you had to guess, Big J, Angels not a good baseball team. How much do you think they're valued at, according to Forbes magazine? Uh, I'm going to go with $3 billion. Uh, you're a little bit high. They're worth, uh, they're valued at $2.2 billion currently. So it was a good investment for Artie, considering he hasn't done anything since he bought the team in 2003 from a success standpoint, other than have really good players and not do anything with them. But you're probably closer to how much it's going to sell for. I wouldn't be shocked if it went in the 3 or $4 billion range because, you know, you're also betting on, you know, it making money down the road. So I'm guessing it'll probably fall somewhere in there when they do eventually sell to whoever they decide to sell it for. But it's going to be a pretty pricey investment for somebody whoever makes that call. Big yeah, J. I mean, it's a professional sports team these days. You're going to get billions. Yeah, it's crazy how much the the. It doesn't matter if it's NFL or if it's baseball or if it's hockey. It's it's a ridiculous amount of money to get into the sporting world. Paul Rudd is staying busy, my friend. He has set the star in the third season of Only Murders in the Building on Hulu. John Hoffman is the series creator. He tweeted out the fact that Paul Rudd is going to join the series after season two. 
Uh, basically, they, they are setting up uh, the upcoming Season 3 as they're getting ready to start filming it now. Season 2 is available on Hulu. Another show I have yet to watch, but I've heard nothing but good things about. Have you partaken in it at all? I watched a couple episodes of Season 1, and that's something that uh, that's interesting. Mason brought this up yesterday. She wanted to watch, and uh, the wife has no interest. So she's burnt out on crime stuff. Oh, what have you in Hawaii Five-O done to her? Well, I mean, real life crime. I mean, you know, only murders in the building. It's basically built off of crime podcasts. And we were into that for a while, and she just doesn't want anything to do with it anymore. But it's not true crime. She knows that, right? And so do you. Yes. Okay. Uh, and I and and, and, and <laughs> the oldest uh, has uh, watching it and says it's very funny. All right. Uh, I, I would love to get her into it so that we could watch those uh that two seasons i am trying to wrap my head around who your wife listens to when it comes to watching something because she doesn't listen to you she doesn't listen to her kids sometimes does 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 her best friend have to recommend something before it gets to green light is that what has to happen yeah not even then i'll tell you a couple people our former <laughs> hr director heidi okay she'll listen to her okay and rick to jesus <laughs> That's it. <laughs> well, that is a short list. What is what what is Rick the Jesus recommending these days? Well, he recommended to her Game of Thrones. Okay. Oh, and that's what it took her to watch it. All right. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, but you better get Rick. She has no interest in watching the new uh, <laughs> series. That smart woman. Morning after with Nick and Big J. We better get Rick on the phone and start recommending series. Maybe you can throw him like a fiver or something, and he'll start sending her texts. <laughs> And you can great spend, idea. spend some time watching some shows with your wife that you want to watch. That's a Red Hot Chili Peppers. Danny California here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Nick here at the studio. Big J broadcasting from home. And I'm going to need your help, Big J, because, again, this is not something I'm incredibly well-versed in. But you are experiencing the world of TikTok on a regular basis. Agree or disagree, right? Yeah. And you have said before that you figure it's uh, probably the most dangerous of all social media because you can lose time easier on TikTok than the other ones, right? Yeah, it's so easy just to just keep flipping through different TikToks. It's so funny because uh, Wall Street analysts yesterday declared TikTok as probably the most dangerous social media uh, kind of platform out there for that particular reason. As a matter of fact, (laughs) somebody went so far as... Comparing it to crack, Big J, because it can be incredibly addictive, and before you know it, you are on it longer than you want to be nor plan to be. Is that an accurate? I mean, I don't know if you know what crack is like, but can you see yourself becoming addicted to that particular platform? Yeah, no, I mean, I think it, it, yes, but not in the same way you could be addicted to crack. Uh, It is certainly something you will lose yourself. If you're through there, and it's not just lip-syncing video, there's so many different types of content that's available out there, and then some of it's great, and some of it's not, and you can choose what you want to see, and it's just, uh, it it really is a thing where you will lose time. You will lose time. 
Yeah, according to the analysts, they say like crack, watching videos on TikTok gives you either an instant high, or but the other part of it is if you like the video, it wears off pretty quickly, which it causes you to seek out another hit, if you will, in the form of a new video, and you breeze through these things trying to find something that matched the last one that you enjoyed so much. And the reason why a lot of experts see this as a problem is because TikTok has gotten very popular very fast. And other social media platforms are also trying very hard to be TikTok-esque. I don't think you can deny that. You know, Instagram's trying real hard to be TikTok. Twitter is trying to put some TikTok stuff involved in it. Facebook as well. And so what they say, what they say and fear that is, basically, it, TikTok is already showing an impact in shortening people's attention spans. We're already have comically short attention spans, but with TikTok, you're breezing through some things in like a matter of seconds, whether or not you're interested in it or not. And that's not good for your attention span. And it also, you know, according to investors, uh, one of the reasons why TikTok and Twitter in particular have a difficult time monetizing this stuff sometimes is because that hurts the digital advertising business because, you know, TikTok has ads, but it allows you to skip through them very quickly, I understand. And that obviously hurts the business. They only get paid if you watch the whole ad. But the second, I mean, literally the second people realize that this is not an actual video, but like an ad or an infomercial for something, they breeze right past it. And so that's why TikTok is not making as much money as it could, as popular as it is, because it's already ruining the intention spans of its users, giving them the option to skip through it. Like, do you see, how many ads do you see on, like, is it a lot, do you think? No, no. I mean, I, I only see an ad on TikTok when I open it. Okay. Uh, not when you're, like, breezing through videos? That's not how it works? Yeah, I haven't uh, come across that yet. All right. Uh, do you watch the whole ad when you open it, or do you skip past it? No. Which one? The ad. The, the first ad? You you don't watch it? You skip right over it? Yeah. Yeah, see? That's, that's part of the problem. I mean, that's what probably, I'm sure, all the other users do as well, which has become an issue for TikTok. Eventually, they may make that ad unskippable. Who knows what they're going to do to try to, you know, make more money than they're currently making. But uh, I'm not sure it's like crack either, but I certainly can understand the concern in shortening our already shortened attention spans. But listen, we're going to do that anyway. <laughs> all we're doing is just pushing the cart down the hill a little bit faster. Yeah, I don't know about an attention span. I think more of it is is content orientated. So if you land on something you find interesting, you you, you know, I'll stay in there for however long I want I need to watch it. And with TikTok, it's, you know, they, they can be short or they can be long at this point. So, you know, whatever is the interest of the person browsing is what's going to be drawing people to those TikToks. If you had to guess, what's the average length of the TikTok videos that you watch the most? Are they a matter of seconds or, or I mean, are you watching two and a half minute TikToks on the regular? No, they're usually like duets um, of people. So it, it, it takes about a minute. Yeah. Or two. So it's it, it, they're fairly, I mean, they're decent length, but there's plenty of stuff out there that's just a couple of seconds, too. Uh, it, I think it's the, it's the instant reaction uh, or having the ability to either, you know, stick and stay or move on as quickly as possible that gives people the point of biggest concern. But uh, no matter, like it or not, it's a very popular app and a popular way people spend time, but it's also a very easy way to lose time, as Big J can attest to probably. But uh, listen, odds are that's probably what you're going on TikTok for, right? To waste time and to kill time and give you something to do in that particular moment? 
Well, at this point, I just want to see what's going on out there. I mean, that's part of my job, right? So, uh, unfortunately, I got to go through some of it, at least. What's going on in TikTok then, Big J? Inform me. Uh, let's see. Just a lot of uh, bouncing up and down uh, press. Well, listen, where else are you going to get that kind of content than the morning after with Nick and Big J? And that's what TikTok is for. Thank you, Big J. <laughs> Here's traffic. There. To muck it. <laughs> Important stuff. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. We have a real would-you-rather scenario courtesy of science, Big J. I know you don't have one of these, but there are 32 million Americans out there that suffer from food allergies. And if you have them, they aren't great. There's a reason why you have to avoid those foods for one reason or another. Either they make you break out. Well, you kind of technically have one uh, with beer, right? Yeah, I guess that's it. Absolutely. So, I mean, you're dealing with it as well. I've got food allergies for a couple of things. And basically, you learn in your life to avoid those foods that you're allergic to. So, I present to you a would-you-rather then in this case. Uh, The University of Chicago researchers had a very serious breakthrough with food allergies recently. Uh, they They found a bacteria called butyrate. And what happens is they found that this butyrate bacteria can help in curing food allergies. Here's the catch, Big J. It smells and it tastes like literal poop. The bacteria that they have found that cures food allergies does not taste good at all. But they have been able to cure pretty much uh, a ton of of, uh, trials that they did on mice found that this compound and this bacteria cured them of peanut allergies and mushroom allergies so far. They're trying other ones. Uh, Butyrate helps the body build tolerance to foods, and experiments on humans are about to begin, but they're worried because it's got a terrible taste. So apparently, basically they say the the substance that they give you uh, smells and tastes like dog poop or rancid butter, one of the two. So now scientists are struggling to create the compound in a more palatable form so so humans can actually maybe want to take this or try it. But my question becomes, Big J, would you rather deal with a food allergy or uh, eat something that is not poop but tastes like poop to help you overcome said allergy? Well, is this a thing you have to take every time you're going to eat something that you're allergic to? Say, I don't know. It says curing food allergies. To me, <clears throat> that means like you take it maybe for two weeks and then you're okay. I don't know. Let's let's play that game. You have to do yeah. this every day for two weeks and then you're okay. So you have to essentially have some sort of paste or something, a spoonful of paste that is not. It's very clear it's not poop, but it smells and it tastes like it. I would say for peanut allergy, which is, you know, very hard to sometimes regulate because of, you have to be very careful with uh-huh. that, especially depending on your level of allergy there, that right. that would make sense, that that would be worth it. Um, but if it's just something like, uh, I don't know if I'd want to go through that just because so I could have a beer. Right. You don't like beer that much anyway. Uh, I'm right. thinking the same thing. Like tomatoes are my big one. I, that's that's the one that that I've had a reaction to. I've found out I'm allergic to mushrooms, but but tomatoes are the ones that are bad for me. And I'm like, I don't really feel because it's raw. I can still have cooked and processed tomatoes are okay. So I'm wondering if like 
I don't feel like I'm missing out on that much. I guess is my point. Like uh, there, I, 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 salsa. I suppose I've I've really never had. So I don't know any of that kind of thing, but I, I don't feel like I'm like, like I don't have this overwhelming urge to eat it. While I would enjoy the fact that I wouldn't have to deal with these kind of things anymore because that's my, my biggest pain with my allergy since turning adult has been having to send stuff back because even though I constantly ask for things without tomatoes, I almost always get them with it. And so that becomes a pain, but is it enough for me to eat a poop-like substance for two weeks because of it? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Plus, I'd rather you not because I get your leftovers. <laughs> It's true. Uh, so there's that There's that angle of things as well. But listen, if they can figure this out, maybe they can find something to make it more palatable. And then maybe food allergies become a thing of the past. That would be an amazing breakthrough in the world of food science. There's no doubt about it. So we'll see what happens going forward. But a pretty nice breakthrough in the world, uh, thanks to the University of Chicago. So way to go. Nick Saban ain't going anywhere. He signed a new eight-year contract worth $93 million, again, making him the highest-paid coach in college football, and he probably should be. The University of Alabama Compensation Committee approved a one-year extension through February 2030 yesterday. Of course, he has led Alabama to six national titles since taking over that program. Uh, a couple years ago, he's been good at his job, and Alabama has been very good because of it, so probably not a surprise. Uh, but, I mean, it is crazy in the year 2020. 22 to know you've got an eight-year deal locked in but good for him i suppose yeah no kidding if you are a fan of curb your enthusiasm know it's coming back hbo and hbo max along with larry david yesterday officially announced that curb your enthusiasm is returning for a 12th season uh, quote, playing the role of Larry David has been the greatest honor of my life, according to Larry David. So uh, they are very excited to be bringing it back. Of course, it took a long break before its 11th season, but now apparently they're getting ready to film, so it shouldn't be too much of a break between season number 11 and 12, which will be headed its way to HBO and HBO Max uh, either uh, early in the year 2023, or they might be able to squeeze in a couple episodes later on this year. They're still not sure for a timetable, but it is a great show if you get a chance to watch it and worth revisiting and awesome. And you still haven't seen the Seinfeld reunion season, have you? I, I've seen parts of it. Okay. I haven't seen uh, the completion of it. God, but it's so good. So good. It may be one of my favorite tele like seasons of television from like just a standard like comedy from the word go just the narrative that runs through getting that cast back together and also seeing them and and you know kind of the behind the scenes of how reunion shows work and how really nobody wants to do it but they're all doing it for a paycheck and to have all these reunions happening around that same time it was it was a wonderful satire and stand-up of that kind of thing and oh by the way it also was very seinfeld-esque which is what makes it as brilliant as that show is so i highly recommend it if you get the chance i know 12 seasons is quite the commitment but it is worth it, and it is funny, and it does go by fairly quick. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We got your Pop Culture Smackdown coming up. Pop Culture Smackdown. On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Yeah, and uh, we've got tickets for grabs. Western Idaho Fair tickets, because tomorrow is X Day at the fair. Stone Temple Pilots will get you set up with that. If you beat me... 
in Pop Culture Smackdown. That's right. You have to defeat Big J in a series of questions that are all about the world of popular culture. Winner take all today. And if you go on, you can check out the STP show tomorrow night free of charge. It is free for everybody with fair admission, but this time the admission to the fair won't cost you a damn thing. Are you ready, Big J? I'm ready. Then to the phones we go. Hello, the X. Hey, good morning. Good morning, man. What's your name? My name's Doug. All right, Doug, you are up first. Doug, what superhero is actually blind? What superhero? Uh, with the Marvel? Yes. Or any superhero? It's Marvel. Gambit. Gambit. No, wrong. He can see. He's just Cajun. Hello, the X. <laughs> Hi, we need to know which zero, which Marvel superhero is actually blind. Oh, damn. Um, Had his own Netflix series and everything. Netflix series. Uh, Netflix series. Jeez. Uh, Aquaman? Nope. Rod Aquaman. Man, what's happening? He can, uh, he, he's just uh, hanging out with the fish. Hello, the X. What's up, guys? Hey, what Marvel superhero is actually blind? Here you go, a daredevil. Right. That is the correct answer. Good job, my man. What's your name? My name's Nick. Nick, you're taking on Big J. Big J, for crying out loud, Drew Carey set his long-running sitcom in his hometown. What city was that? Cleveland, Ohio. Right. That is correct. Cleveland rocks. Nick, uh, back to you. We need to know, uh, Sylvester Stallone had a brother whose acting career peaked with the awful movie Staying Alive. What was his first name? Was it Silvio, Frank, or Jerry? Go with Frank. Frank Stallone is correct. Former guest of the morning after. Big J. (laughs) Good job. What Beatles song did Kate Hudson's almost famous character take her name from? (laughs) Um, I hate the Beatles Uh, Did you see Almost Famous? Yeah, a long time ago I'm going to go with um, uh, Strawberry Field Strawberry Field Incorrect Nick, do you happen to know? You are the winner no matter what Yeah, I have no idea That's wild Her character's name in the movie was Penny Lane Right, Penny. Yeah, that was it. Congratulations, Nick. Hang on one second. We'll hook you up with those Western Idaho Fair passes. Uh, Big J, good. Uh, did it feel good to be back in the chair at least? Yeah, at least I got a question right. There you go. Off to a good start. Morning after with Nick and Big J. We will do some headlines. Those are happening next to the X Rocks. Headlines brought to you by Coors Banquet and Coors Light. They want to help those who protect our West by donating a portion of all case sales to the Wildlife Firefighters Foundation. So look for 100.3 The X or participating retailers. We're going to help protect our West by giving you a chance to win Protect Our West Coors gear as well as station prizes. Headlines are as follows. Big J Gross, the emptiest catch, and take it easy. Gross. Popular Instagram account at New York Nico shows a man that is using a hot dog as a straw in Yankee Stadium during a game, and viewers are shocked. Big J, have you seen the video? Uh, yes, I have. The video shows the unnamed Yankee fan using a straw to create a hole in his hot dog and then using it as ballpark food to sip his beer. 
Unclear why he didn't use the straw he already had. Now, some people are praising the man for his ingenuity. Others are disgusted. I feel like it's a setup, in my personal opinion, only because, like, the video begins with him right at the beginning of it. Like, you had to know this dude was going to dig out that hot dog and use it as a straw before you're just rolling on that guy. Do you understand what I'm saying? Right, yeah. And and none of it makes any kind of sense. So it's my guess that they wanted to do this to go viral, and it worked, and this guy actually doesn't use a hot dog as a straw on a regular basis. Because, I mean, he, he was turned towards the camera, I mean, in the aisle, in front of God and everybody. I mean, so much of it screamed like it was a setup to me. That being said... I don't understand why anybody would use a hot dog as a straw. Agree or disagree, BJ? Well, uh, ag- agreed, but I will say this. That, uh, you know, I- I'm not the biggest beer fan, but Polish sausages and hot dogs cooked in beer are delicious. They are, but I've, I don't think I've ever said in my life, you know what this needs? More hot dog flavor. I don't think I've ever said that, nor have <laughs> I ever thought that, and I certainly haven't thought that when drinking something. So I'm not sure why this thing would happen, but you are right. I mean, we cook stuff and broil stuff in beer all the time, but that still seems like a bit of a stretch. I, I think some follow-up video ideas are uh, eating Jello through a hot dog straw. <laughs> well, get working, man. You got that TikTok up and running. Let's let's make that a duet. You like to use that word so much. Empty right. catch or take it easy. Take it easy. A Virginia woman got a little hot under the collar when she was served a cold smoothie that displeased her, so she completely trashed the shop and threatened a worker with violence. Her name is Can Lewis, and she was unhappy with the service she got at the Tropical Smoothie Cafe in Fredericksburg, so she threatened a beatdown and actually made her way behind the counter before her friend dragged her out of the shop. The 33-year-old pushed four other smoothies off the counter and onto the floor and threw more than a dozen of the store's cookies into the trash. She was arrested in a nearby parking lot and charged with assault and battery, as well as destruction of property, as we once again use this platform to remind you, stop taking out your anger on food service workers. They get paid a ridiculously low amount of money to do a job you would never do, and probably on not their fault, and whatever they're doing, they didn't do it on purpose. We know you've had a rough day. We know you want to get what your money's worth. We know you nobody likes to get ripped off. But punching somebody that works at a tropical smoothie cafe fixes nothing. Nothing. Yeah. And uh, we've all had bad experiences at fast food restaurants, and there's ways to go about it. But I can't imagine jumping the counter and throwing a bunch of stuff on the ground is going to fix any of your problems. Other than create more for you, which is exactly what happened. And we'll wrap it up with the emptiest catch. Big J, you used to watch the deadliest catch, didn't you? Uh, I've been catching up on it. Oh, you're still watching it. Yeah. How's it going? Are they? How far are you? Like up on new episodes? Yeah, but I don't know where at. You know, I mean, I just turned it on and uh, watching some Discovery stuff. So, um, you know, it's a struggle. Yeah, that's for sure. At least according to the reports this year, uh, they are literally coming up empty on everything. Uh, They can't find any Alaskan king or snow crabs right now. Uh, The crustaceans have all but vanished from their usual haunts within safe range of Alaska's crabbing feet. Uh, That's according to the Washington Post. King crabs, by far the larger of the two species, have been in decline for years, so this isn't really that surprising. But the industry has been unprepared for the sudden collapse of the snow crab population. Now, if you watch The Deadliest Catch, that's the one where they pull up the pots and they're just like overflowing with the smaller crabs, usually in the colder weather. 
But commercial crabbers, including a bunch of small business owners, have gone deep into debt over the last two seasons because 2021 and 2022 have been awful for snow crab harvest and those expectations were not met and they are struggling to make ends meet and they're trying to figure out what's going on because again most of this stuff is just a guessing game they're usually if you've watched the show they're going to places that they've gone to in the past or they're taking chances on new places that they think may might be migrating to but they feel like maybe a big reason why it's happening is guess what overfishing big j the last couple of years the popularity of the show has led a bunch of other people that didn't know what they were doing out there but it has and may have really impacted the population of both Alaskan king and snow crabs, which would be devastating. See, I thought that was a highly regulated industry, though. It is, but that doesn't mean that there aren't, I mean, there are. they, they, they have a certain amount of licenses, but still there were more people than ever doing it. And apparently it's not regulated enough if that's the case. I mean, because it's been the two rough, rough years. Uh, just in case you're curious, uh, now what they've done, when you talk about regulation, what they have done in the last year is they used to allow the boats to get 45 million pounds of uh, snow crabs. That was the limit that they put on all of the boats. So once they hit that, your season was over no matter what. In the last year, they've lowered that down to 5.5 million pounds. So that impacts everybody. But they're doing that because they can't seem to find the crabs correctly and they don't want to make sure that this species becomes extinct. The problem is this year, after the snow season, snow crab season ended, the fishermen didn't even get to 5.5 million pounds this year. They didn't even hit the limit. So they couldn't find that many, I guess, is the point, which means something has gone awry. You understand? That's uh, uh, it's bad news, man. We'll have to blame Discovery at some point. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your headlines. You're up to date on all the things you need to know. Remember, everybody, remember when that plan played X-Fest on Sunday? It was good. Hollywood Undead, City of the Dead. Morning after, Nick here in the studio. Big J back at home, still recovering from the COVID, but hopefully on the rebound. Uh, We appreciate his time being able to get up early again and actually be on the show. But also, we missed a big part of Big J's life over the last week and a half because he is a gigantic gamer and made the transition. Not fully, you're not switching over, but you added a new gaming system into your life, correct? Yeah, yeah, the uh, the PlayStation 4 Slim. So, you know, my uh, oldest Maddie and her girlfriend Adara and their friends have started playing GTA Online. Uh, GTA Online, <clears throat> and so I was like, you can't cross-platform play on Rockstar Games, which is really dumb. But uh, so I did some research, and it looked like I would be able to transfer my character from my Xbox world, which I had. I, I was a very high level, Nick. I, I had done accomplished a great many things. I remember you were had, very proud of this character. I had a lot of stuff. And so I was like, listen, I was gonna be able to help them build up their stuff as well. And so I get the PlayStation and I go through and I start to do the transformation and it, it doesn't work. So I gotta start from scratch. They closed the loophole on that because too many people were using modded accounts that they would pay for. Oh. Um, and so the only way to do that now is if I had gotten a PlayStation 5 and wanted to transfer <laughs> my Xbox to the PlayStation 5, you can do that, but that's it. So essentially and, you wasted $450. 
No, I mean, I, I, I just got to start from scratch. So, uh, which has been very um, daunting. And so I've been working on that the last couple of days, especially with COVID fog head. I, it's just like, what am I doing? I don't know how to play this game anymore. So, but yesterday I got a chance to play with uh, with Maddie and Adara for a little bit. So that was a lot of fun. And uh, then we, we go on here from there. But and now I can get a chance if I want to try out some of these PlayStation games that that are exclusive, like yeah. Uncharted, for example, or Last Day, some of that stuff. But I, I, we'll see. The Last of Us, I think you're talking about, right? Yeah. Yes, yeah. fantastic games, uh, and I think you might be into those. Uh, but I mean, are other people in the crew starting from scratch too, or are they all way ahead of you, and you're like the little kind of little dude on the totem pole? Yeah, I got some. I got some work cut oh, out for no. me. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, at least you know you enjoy the game, and so you can have some fun playing with it. But uh, I'm sorry that that you weren't able to carry everything over. That does suck. It was uh, it was a bummer, but it was a risk, you know. And the really cool thing, you know, Rockstar has done some good things and some not so great things when it comes to GTA Five Online. One of the things they did is give people the options to do solo sessions with just your crew. So you don't have to be worried about getting griefed and uh, having people mess with you when you're out there just trying to play with your f- your crew and your friends. So that's a really cool thing. Nice. And you know what? Now it gives you a reason to try to hunt down one of those PS5s and get it for yourself as well. Well, I mean, uh, no. Before you know it, you'll be a game system I- guy. You'll have all of them. Every single Master one. of none. <laughs> That's right. Morning after with Nick and Big J. We'll give you another chance to win some Western Idaho Fair tickets next with Bad Impressions on the X Rocks. Morning after with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X. And Bad Impressions brought to you by the Treasure Valley Subaru. More than just Subaru, they're the Idaho Center pre owned superstore. And we have uh, tickets to the Western Idaho Fair. X Days tomorrow. Stone Temple Pilots, going to be a great day. We'll get you hooked up with that. Just figure out Bad Impressions. Here's the way Bad Impressions works if you're unfamiliar. Uh, Big J's got three clues. They all revolve around somebody pretty, pretty famous. If you can figure out who that famous person is in those three clues or less, then you've got fair tickets for tomorrow, or really whenever. But we're encouraging you to use them tomorrow so that you see a rock show. I mean, for crying out loud. So if you want to play, 208-287-1003 is the phone number. Big J, you got the clues, I'm assuming? I got the clues. And we just need a contestant. Hello, the X. What's going on? What up, brother? What's your name? John. All right, John. You're up first. Here's Big J with your clues. Hey, yo, Polly. Uh, say that again, please. Hey, yo, Polly. Uh, so that's just too Hey, <laughs> look at that. And I thought with the yeah. recovering from COVID, it'd be a really bad impression, but he got it right off the bat. Good job, John. Hang on one <laughs> second. I'll get that information. Hell. Should I make you do the other two clues that you had? It's not about how hard you punch. It's about getting knocked down and getting back up again. <laughs> what? What's so, Why is that so funny? <laughs> I just, it's funny hearing you say that whole line. It's just It's just great. Uh, and why is Sylvester Stallone in the news? <laughs> Listen, he is a busy man. Even though he's like 75 years old, uh, we've got uh, Course Samaritan coming out on Prime Video here pretty soon, which looks pretty good, man. Is that a movie or a T? Te- I thought it was a TV series, but a, not, I saw it was no. like rated PG-13, so it's a movie, right? No, that's a that's a movie okay. that he filmed like uh, two years ago, a year and a half ago. Oh my god! And then and then he's got Tulsa King. Which is a TV series coming out on Paramount Plus. Okay, that's what I was confused about. So that's what you were seeing. But this is something I just saw as well, is that 
he's got this tattoo on his shoulder of his wife um and and it hasn't been in the best i guess um looking the best and so he wanted to touch it up and, and get it worked on a little bit that didn't go well and so he kind of replaced it with uh tribute to his uh dog butkus which uh passed away and that was a dog that <clears throat> was featured in rocky and rocky too well, as uh, they're talking about this uh, whole situation with this uh, tattoo thing and that, you know, the family is in a good place and all that, it appears that they're going, there's going to be a Stallone reality show on Paramount Plus that will include uh, oh, his, his wife, him and his daughters who have a very successful podcast. So the Stallones, baby. So this means you're going to start watching reality shows about oh, families now, aren't you? That one. The rest are garbage. Do you? Are you really that interested in his family? Really? Yeah. You are. Yeah. Why? In fact, the the Unwaxed podcast, which is his daughter's podcast, uh, they had him on to do an interview one time, and it was amazing. It was great. Just to see, you know, it's not like I just flippantly put a tattoo of some guy on my body. No, I know, I know. Uh, and and so, I mean, I, I the thing I love about Sylvester Stallone is how smart he is. He doesn't get, he doesn't get. You know, credit for that a lot of times in his business savvy, aside from the Rocky rights. But um, the, all those things are just interesting to me. So, yeah, I would love to see this show. All right. Uh, you're going to be watching the Kardashians before you know it. Morning no. after with Nick and Big J. There's your bad impressions. We're going to wrap up this show here next on the X Rocks. <laughs> That is Fozzie. I still burn here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. That's going to wrap up the show, and it was nice to have Big J back in the fold today. He was broadcasting live from his house. That will continue tomorrow. Did it feel good to be back on the horse, sir? Yeah, it did. Uh, felt really good, man. That's what we like. That's what we like to hear. So welcome back. We appreciate you being able to clear some time to make that happen. We also had a chance to introduce you to the world of, we didn't know that was a thing, but sleep cutting apparently can be. So if you're sleepwalking and cutting something, please be very, very cognizant of the dreams that you're having and making sure that you're not actually cutting something in real life because that could be disastrous tomorrow on the show big j will give you a nerd alert we'll have some more chances for you to go to the western idaho fair because tomorrow will be x day at the fair courtesy of expo idaho but that does leave you with the floor big j uh yeah you know uh, <laughs> it's not too early for pumpkin spice i guess nick because uh yesterday uh because everybody here is kind of chilling out and not uh feeling the best they decided to break out the halloween decorations not even my birthday yet. For real? Yeah. You, you hung up Halloween deck. What Halloween decorations do you have? Uh, I I didn't hang up crap. I see. Um, just of all kinds of stuff. Our Halloween stuff collection is starting to get as big as our Christmas stuff. <laughs> and you're not on board with any of it? I yeah, I am, but not August twenty third. Well, you said you broke them out. It made it sound like it was your idea. No, no, not me. No. The kid and the wife, let's do this, is what they said. And I'm like, oh, God. So it's Halloween for the next two months at your place, huh? <laughs> yeah. What a treat. Congratulations. Enjoy living in the haunted house that is, uh, and it's a house of COVID, too, right now. So watch the hell out, man. Who knows yeah, what kind away. of ghouls and goblins are in there. Next set of X-Rock brought to you by Team Mazda. It's easy to get your auto loan pre-approved with Team Mazda's I pre-check button. Just click the big blue button at GoTeamMazda.com. That's it for us. We will see you guys tomorrow. Jason Drew's up next. Have a good one. It's the X-Rocks.
The Morning After podcast brought to you by Idaho Advocates. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Make sure you hit them up on their website, IdahoAdvocates.com.